This season of Moms in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Support your toddler's imagination. Hey, everyone. First off, if you have any kids that are in the room, this is your opportunity to just maybe just shuffle them out just for a little bit for the next little while, because this discussion, not for them. Good? All right, here we go. My mom told me she was 29 until I was like 15. And I was like, oh my God, she's not 29. So it's the same feeling as sort of like this poof magic sort of disappears when you're like, everything you tell me isn't true. Oh, okay. This is a new reality, right? This is Moms in the Middle. It's a podcast for busy parents who need a little help keeping their hustle in check. My name is Ivanka Osmak, and I have a two-year-old son named George. And I'm Melanie Ng, and I have a three-year-old son named Josh. When you think of the holidays, here are a few words that come to mind. Family, togetherness, magic. Here's another word, and kids, cover your ears. Lies. <laughs> is that too <laughs> what do harsh? You mean? Yeah, fibs, myths, stretching the truth. I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it is a lie. Because think about it, a jolly old soul with a red nose that keeps tabs on you if you're naughty or nice, that is a little it's, creepy. It's a little creepy. Um, also, what about that sneaky elf? You know, the one that's watching you every day or every move to make sure you're behaving. It's, I mean, isn't that kind of strange when you think about it? That's trolling. That's yeah. what we call trolling in the real world. So the question is, when are these little lies helpful? But maybe, Mel, they can be a little harmful, not for us, but for your children. Right. Okay, so we both have little ones, so I'm going to say it's helpful now Mm -hmm. because I lie all the time. (laughs) That's a full (laughs) confession. But, okay, I mean, when you tell a three-year-old that they can't play with their noisy toy because the batteries aren't working, which Mm -hmm. I use this excuse often, I feel okay about it because at the end of the day, he learns the answer is no sometimes, right? The only issue I have a problem with is... I remember, and I'll tell the story a little later on when we have our guests on. I remember when I found out the truth about Santa Claus. <gasps> Traumatic. It was devastating. Did you I cry? S- that trust with my parents is still not mended. Oh, man. Age, age range. Where were you? Eight. And I remember exactly where I was and what we were doing and how it all unfolded. And it was, like I said, it was very devastating to hear that news. Because you, anyways, we'll get into all of this. We'll talk about Santa. We'll talk about um, the eight days of of lights for Hanukkah and the holidays and why, why parents tell those white little lies but actually think it's okay. Sometimes it is. So hopefully our next two guests can back me up on this. So joining me now, joining us now rather, are two women. They are not afraid to give their two cents. And that is why we invited them here, because that is what we are all about here. The name, in fact, of their podcast is something that Ivanka and I can't say because it's moms that say F asterisk. I'll let you fill in the rest. A couple more asterisks, uh, but they can say it. <laughs> I say, I say, good evening, mamas and papas. Welcome to Moms That Say <laughs> Hosted by yours truly, Alana Kafitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. It says it all, right? So Alana Kafitz is the CEO and founder of Moms TO. Her mission, revolutionizing maternity leave and bringing those mamas together. Amen. Love it. 
Dr. Dina Kulik is a pediatrician, pediatric emergency medicine doctor and founder of Kid Crew, a clinic in Toronto uh, that has more than 70 staff and 35,000 patients, which is just insane. They are expanding as we speak. And a fun fact, between the two of them, they have six kids all under the age of nine years old. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us. You guys are podcast pros. So Mm -hmm. this is just like a podcast tete-a-tete and women, moms. Yes. Meeting, yeah, meeting in the middle. So first of all, I want to get a bit of background on both of you besides the Coles notes that we just heard there. How did you guys come together, first of all, and then decide to do a podcast? Okay, babe, you tell the story. <laughs> okay. You tell the story. How'd you meet? We've yeah. known each other for a long time. So actually, my husband, Andrew, who actually does the audio for our podcast, has known Alana since he was maybe eight or something. Oh, long they time. Went to, they went to summer camp together. And then I met Alana through the same summer camp when I was 14, 15, 14. something like that. Mm-hmm. And we've been friends since. And we... Both are in the mommy sphere and have different kind of levels of influence, both with my patients and with her following. And so we thought we get together and have wine and shoot the shit anyway. <laughs> so I want to do that and bring on new people and just talk to new people. And it's just that. It's hanging out in my basement, drinking wine and talking to people. It's my funnest Tuesday. What? So what's cool is that you guys have a lot in common, but you're also very different too, which is probably the best compliment, right? You compliment one another. And that's where we're going to start here because you're Mm going to maybe have different perspectives on what we're going to talk about. Maybe they'll be the same. Ivanka and I sometimes, like we nod, but sometimes we say things that we're like, really? That's what you think? (laughs) Um, This episode about um, lying. So specifically around the holidays, you know, the whole thing with the Santa and the elf on the shelf. Do we like this? Do we like lies around the holidays? Dina? I don't have a big problem with it, to be honest. I mean, from like an evidence base, I mean, kids are all about imagination and creativity and they all... Little kids make believe about everything. I mean, that's what we watch them do. Like, I'm a mummy and I'm a puppy and, you know, playing with their little animals and, you know, stuffed animals and Barbies and, and whatnot. And so it's nice that they have imaginations and see things, live things that are not really real, right? Why not have a little bit of magic and um, imagination and creativity around the holidays? It makes them feel special. It's exciting for them. It's something to look forward to. You know, as you're counting down the days, they're thinking about Santa and thinking about them bringing presents, et cetera. I'm all about it. Alana, what's some of the white lies that you have told your your children? Because you have a, yeah. a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. And so I, they're still quite young. Yeah, they are. You know what? I was thinking about it because getting prepared for this podcast, I lied to my three-year-old all the live long day. <laughs> yes, right all the live long day. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, can I open my iPad? No, the iPad's sleeping. Like literally, it's nonstop. <laughs> Okay, can I have cookies? No, the cookies are all gone. Why? Because daddy ate them. Where's daddy? Daddy's at work. Literally is lying all the live long day. And it's I'm protecting him to some degree, but also like they're so impressionable, right, Dean? Like this is such an impressionable age. I can say literally anything and I just need to get through the day loving my kid, loving them to pieces, but get through the I'm cussing. Day. Like oh, yeah. that is all the live long day. I'm yeah. cuss. I'm I'm not cussing, but I'm also <laughs> lying. Um, but it's not lying. It's pretend, right? It's the exact same thing that has to do with anything else of trying to create a fantastic life for my kid. So if I let my kid eat candy all day and watch TV all day, that is not a fantastic life for my kid. So sometimes we make up little. I call them white lies. I guess they're not harmful. It's just getting through the day. Okay, but here's the thing. So mm-hmm. so we've got the little ones too. So Ivanka's got a two year old. I have a three year old. Um, so. This maybe is for you, Dina. At what point is the lying? Maybe you need to scale it back a little bit because then the wheels are a turning and they're thinking, wait a second, mom. I don't know if you're telling me what's actually the truth. Yeah. When they recognize that it isn't just imagination and make believe and 
for some benefit, right? So my nine-year-old still, I think, believes in the tooth fairy, which is very surprising because I'm certain I did not when I was nine. <laughs> I was like very cynical and very objective. And I was like, I want proof of this tooth fairy person. Um, so but he hasn't, Dylan has not yet called me on it. But once he starts like asking questions, I'm going to pull him aside and be like, you know, this is fun for your brothers. Your brothers like this and, you know, it makes them feel special and it makes them happy. So we're going to keep with this lie, quote unquote, but you understand that it's not really real. You know, when it becomes awkward and it seems when lying to your child makes them not trust you, the lie's not okay anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, and I spoke about this earlier, finding mm-hmm. out the truth about Santa Claus. And I remember exactly where I was with my mom in the car at the, where, the intersection I was at and just bawling, being oh, no. devastated right. when I found out the truth. And it was through a friend and I confronted my mom and I think she just thought I was at the age where, okay, How it's time to you? give up. I was eight. Okay. And I have an older brother and sister, but they didn't they didn't spill the beans. It was yes. a, it was a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was really upset. And I I still think about it. the She's fact that I still this. remember <laughs> thirty yeah. plus years later. Yeah. But that's I don't think my mom would change anything in what she told me the story. So do you do you remember hearing the truth about Santa? You know what? I had three older brothers, um, and one of them just said it in conversation. I remember just you know, because you know Santa's not real, and I went, right. You know, <laughs> thinking, yes, he is not real. So I don't know what age I was, but I think I just went with it because I, w- I watched to see what my siblings did. Mm-hmm. Siblings thought it was okay, so obviously I'm going to think it's okay. But that's also another dynamic too, right? Like whether or not siblings play the game, they want to play along, whether they want to spill the beans, haha, in your face, kid. Yeah. Yes. I know I know a secret that you don't. It's funny you guys say that. I'm Jewish. So I don't. The Santa Claus thing never was like a thing in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember my mom told me she was 29 until I was like... <laughs> 15 and not ever doing the math like that was the biggest lie ever when someone was like how old's your mom and I said 29 and she's like but you're 12 and I was like oh my god she's not 29 so it's the same feeling as sort of like this this um I guess like this poof magic sort of disappears when you're like oh everything you tell me isn't true oh okay this is a new reality right and I was thinking a bit about what you were just saying about um Santa Claus and that sort of moment when that happens. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, my kid at his third birthday party, we brought in Paw Patrol, yes. you know, like the character. Mm-hmm. And my son got on this, the chair and was screaming, Paw Patrol, like literally losing it. And like, I'm not going to tell him that's not Marshall. Right. Yeah. What? Right. So, but a five-year-old was like, that's not like saying that's not Marshall. And I was like, if you ruin this for my kid, like if a kid wants to trick or treat in their costume until they're 14 and like grasp onto that childhood a bit longer and that innocent and creativity, like I am not going to, Squash like, their like, dreams. I'm not going to be the they person They just want candy, to... though. Yeah, they're well, 14. Yeah. They're 14. Yeah. As long as Probably they're being right. creative and have right. a costume. But if they're just going around with a mask, like a, yeah. Yeah. Guns and Roses t-shirt, <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. not Slash. Right. I know what Slash looks like. Okay, so yeah. you both celebrate Hanukkah. What are some of the Hanukkah white lies or maybe myths. things you get away mm. with myths yeah. that you tell your children or you grew up thinking? Well, I think the whole story of Hanukkah is like maybe a myth, maybe true. Who knows? It's like any other kind of Bible story, right? But... There's no real, like, character. I mean, there's Hanukkah Harry, but that's not a real person. Right. That's, you know, not nor Santa Claus. But it's, you know, it's to make Jewish kids feel like they have something. <laughs> but it's not really, like, part of the culture. The bench on the bench is the equivalent to the elf on the shelf. Yeah, it's the shelf. a thing. Same yeah. Thing. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all the same thing. But there's no real, like, I mean, I think a lot of Jewish kids grow up feeling like, oh, but why can't I have Christmas? Yeah. And that amazing tree and that, you know, that happy man with the white beard. I think a lot of Jewish kids feel kind of left out sometimes. I, I did when I was a kid. And I let my yeah. kid just roll with it. Like, I'm not going to tell them either way, you know, 
right like now. If, if you go to a mall and there's yeah. a Santa. Yeah, we do photos. It's you do cool. photos nice. and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. We've never done photos, but I've told them who it is. And they're like, oh, why can't we have Christmas? I'm like, we have Hanukkah. We have eight days. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to talk really about dumb. Mench on the Bench because yeah. Elf on the Shelf. Okay, I'm going to say this. What uh, is Elf on the Shelf? Okay, can you explain to is, the Jews what okay, the Elf on the Shelf is? So there's this Elf. And listen, I am, I'm going to admit it. I'm anti-Elf on the Shelf and there's many reasons why. Okay, here's the Elf. All right. So the Elf. And then it secretly moves every day location. So let's say this this elf is one day in the kitchen and then it moves to like the tree and then it goes to a cupboard and it's always supposed to be oh, watching that's the you. shtick? Are you kidding? Yeah. Every oh, okay. It's like Big Brother. It's okay. Big like Brother. That's creepy. You, yes. it, it is. It's watching you and it's watching your behavior, making sure you're good. Same idea, Santa. Naughty or nice, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you are good, things will come. Good things come. So mention on the bench, right? I think it's the same idea. Where oh, moves. yeah. I think it was like a marketing yes. st- strategy and tactic to include the Jews. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't have one. But I know the elf on the shelf is a thing. I didn't understand right now until you just explained. Okay. It's a scare tactic, it's a right? Yes. right. So, it's a threat without a threat. Yes. And there's just something, and it's sm- this sm- creepy, smiley face. I'm sorry, this sh- this this elf. I'm sorry. I hope Elf in the Shelf people aren't listening, and they're gonna, you know, send in their hate mail. But um, <laughs> there's something about that idea that I just feel uncomfortable with. I don't like it, and I know it's creating the whole good behavior stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, how do you guys feel about that? It's promoting that? good. We have cameras all over my house <laughs> that if kids are... She's air quoting everybody. <laughs> we have no cameras in my house. Um, we don't have any like, nanny cams Wait, or whatever. you actually don't have cameras. I do not have cameras, say, but we have kids. hidden cameras in my house. Mm. So if two kids are lying about or we think someone's lying, he did that. No, I did that. I'm going to check the cameras. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. That's very It still sneaky, works. Dina. It still works. <laughs> and sometimes they will both like, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm going to check the cameras and you have like the next, you know, two hours, one hour oh. after nap whatever time frame to tell me the truth or x y and z that's and it's worked all these years so yeah strategy, Dina, yeah i think dylan the eldest is starting to like i'm not sure about this camera business like where's the evidence for the cameras <laughs> but i check the cameras periodically when people take things when they go into the closet and take things that they like you know gifts that are meant to be for later or you know the leg you got for your birthday that i'm waiting to give you at a special time or the tooth fairy toys or snacks in the cupboard there's cameras in my house all over the place this is genius <laughs> mm-hmm. This season of Moms in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Playing with Lego Duplo inspires and supports your toddler's imagination, curiosity, and courage to conquer the world one little step and one big brick at a time. Learning through play with Lego Duplo. What about your husbands? Because we talk a lot about this in our podcast, but you have to be on the same page as your partner. Yes. Um, whatever you're talking about, whether it's setting the rules or budget or whatever. So are you guys on the same page? Do you talk about how you're going to lay things out or what the rules are for your kids and lying? I mean, it's a, for me, lying and discipline are the same thing because they're threats, right? So the question is, how do you speak to your kids and be on United page? Mm-hmm. So like for me, the threat that I don't like is my husband's like, if you don't do this or whatever, do you want to go to bed? And I'm like, bed is not a punishment and bed is not the threat because we're not going to put him to bed. Like, it's not like <laughs> we're going to throw him into his crib. So we're still young. I'm still a young parent. We're still trying to figure it out. I don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can confess that. Dina obviously has a little bit more of a vintage on parenting than I do. Um, even we're though we're the exact same age. We're <laughs> just having more kids than me. We also have a lot vintage. of patience. And like a, a fine wine. Like she yeah. is. She is yeah. exactly my fine vintage. wine. Um, a nice yeah. blonde wine. Um <laughs> My husband and I are on the same page about a lot of things, but when it comes to discipline, his go-to is like, if you do A, B, and C, 
you're going to go to bed. I'm like, we got to get that no. out of the vernacular because that's not the, because you're not going to go to bed. So therefore it's a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's two in the afternoon and it's not like a nap situation. Anyways, yeah, I digress. But that's it. We're definitely on the same page with a lot of stuff. But when it comes to the lying and I'm ear quoting, um, we're getting there. Yeah. For, for me with punishment related to what Willana's saying, doing something because you're in trouble is actually the opposite of recommend to people. Um, she should know she's my patient, but mm-hmm. um, I, I actually don't give things that they otherwise want and anticipate. So instead of saying, well, you're going to go to your room or you're going to get spanked or you're, you're going to whatever, I actually take away things that are most valuable to kids. So if their favorite time of the day is like that screen time, that half an hour screen, that's what I take away. Or you yeah. basically you don't get that. So you don't get the normal reward, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you don't get the dessert, which is the reward for eating well. You don't get the screen time that you otherwise would get for good behavior versus doing something. And indeed, it's yeah. that's books. Her kids covet books. That's awesome. So like if you do this, I'm going to take away your Archie comics. Like that's Dina's household is. Yeah. Their book of wow, that's or, good. or you yeah. don't get the bedtime story with mummy. So a lot of it is like time, time with us because yeah. I think that's the most valuable thing for kids. Yes. And mm-hmm. like we end up always doing those things anyway. But I think what kids most value is time with their parents, alone time with their parents. Yeah. So we do like a bedtime story. My husband and I kind of divvy it up and two kids get a bedtime story with one of us and two of our kids get a bedtime story with another. And that's like their most valuable time. They're like, you know, waiting for that all day. They're thinking about what book they're going to read with us. So that that's a very good punishment that works I would say 99% of the time. That is a really awesome sweet. household. I love that. Yeah. Oh, you, guys, you don't even know. We're hardcore. You don't That's even know amazing. the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> amazing. We're well, getting all very... this advice and information from Dina free every week, week. on the podcast, yeah. right? This is literally, it's like a consult every week. Yes. I'm a very lucky person. We're very, yes. we're very strict. We're very army style and we're very much on the same page, my husband and I. That's I was going to say, is that much. something you established? That's just your personalities? Or you said, okay, when we're having our firstborn and when he's, this is just how we're going to do things. I think both. Like, it was never like, hey, let's sit down and talk about not doing bedtime story. Like, that was never a conversation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you fall into things and, and Andrew's very strict and I'm less strict, but I'm certainly not lenient. And so we're on the same page about things and we see what works. I mean, yeah. really, it's just like doing what works and what works is strict, consistent, predictable parenting. What about, OK, so let's let's turn the page and, and flip it the other way around when it comes to the kids lying. Um, I remember telling lots of little lies when I was little because, you know, I was the youngest, too, and the only girl. And so, hi, look mm-hmm. at me, look at me. I've got to get the attention me somehow. Me, too. I also have three brothers. Exactly right? You are? You. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So did you make up little lies when you were little? I think we all do. And, and I amazing. think they don't necessarily know it. Right. Yeah. So, like, my, my nine-year-old knows he's lying. I think my eight-year-old probably knows he's lying. My five-year-old, I think he says, like, he tells fibs all day. And I don't really think he <laughs> notices that they're lies. Like, he'll, who do you play with today? I play with Cassandra. There's no Cassandra in your class. <laughs> like, there's yeah. not even a child that you know. You know, they just, like, make up. But it's really real to him. And I think that's what we were talking about before, that imagination, that creativity. Yeah. I don't think they rest necessarily know real and not real. You know, until probably about six or seven, they may lie and they don't necessarily see it as, like, a bad thing. Whereas my nine-year-old knows if he lies and he, like, hides it and you could tell he gets nervous now, et cetera. Well, the mm-hmm. cameras are going to yes. catch him, right? <laughs> the cameras are going to catch him. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I have a, a close girlfriend whose actual daughter said to her teacher at school, you know, my mom is hitting me. And it was a lie, but it went down the rabbit hole where the teachers, you know, um, reported mm-hmm. it. And yeah. social service came to the house and they yeah. checked in. Um, and my friend was devastated like devastating. devastated that is yeah. a devastating thing and so you know i think the daughter immediately knew what she had done and the ramifications and and this has gone gotten way too far but something like that i always get nervous about because you know 
the not the hitting, but you know, the threatening with your child and the lies or whatever, and the disciplining, and then you don't want them taking that in, spinning it in a different way right. to authorities. It's because also that perspective. Could happen. It's also perspective, though, right? Like I could have like grabbed my kid's arm when he was about to fall down the stairs. He'll be like, "You tried to beat me up." Yeah. Mm. No, I grabbed your arm. Right. It's just perspective too. Right. And what they see is what the consequence of what you're doing is. It's quite different than what you're envisioned or what was real. I mean, kids have a different brain than we do. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of like some funny, like funny lies, because sometimes mm-hmm. you you try not to laugh with it. And, and at, at this age, at like a three-year-old, um, same idea. Like I ask him who he played with and he's naming off random people. Who are these people? No idea. Mm-hmm. But I remember asking him like, um, who did you, like, what did you have for lunch at school today? He's like, oh, pasta and meatballs. Very, like very, you believe a kid. He's confident. And then I thought, this is just kind of weird because I don't think they serve that. So I asked his teacher, well, what did they have? And she said, well, it was mashed potatoes and carrots. And and it's just the funniest thing about the way their minds work, right? And you're like, at what point is it funny, mm-hmm. right? And I, you kind of alluded to this. Like, at what point is it just like a funny little lie to when you go, actually, sweetheart, why did you say that you had this when it's really not this? Like, I don't know. Is there like a, an actual answer to that? It might be that? real in his head, to be honest. He might yeah. have really thought, <laughs> thought that that's what he had. I mean, not in the moment, but hours later, that's what he remembers. And there's, there's three. There's He's three. three, yeah. Yeah, so like they often are familiar with certain foods, right? Mm-hmm. So does he eat pasta and meatballs? No. (laughs) Maybe he read a book about it. Or he saw it somewhere. Yeah. So funny. My son says every day that he plays with his best friend, Leo, on the fire truck every single day. And that's not necessarily the case. What did he do (laughs) do at Skillton? I played with Leo on the fire truck. So I just know that's what he's going to say, even though it's not truly the case. Um, Yeah, but they say the funniest stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever gotten caught in a lie? One of your kids ever said, and maybe ours are too young for this. they're young, yeah. But a nine-year-old, has he ever said... He hasn't uh, called me on it yet. He hasn't. Yeah. Okay. But well, I remember calling my parents day. on things. Like I said at the beginning, I was super cynical and objective. And I remember telling my parents that the tooth fairy didn't exist at seven. Like I lost a tooth and I was like, don't even bother. You just give me the toonie. <laughs> and, and my parents were like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, the tooth fairy is coming. And then the next morning, my dad handed me a toonie. Yeah. Oh. I remember it so well. I, love that. I was like, and it's over. <laughs> no more lies. <laughs> okay, so let's yes. talk about the uh, the holiday season. Bring this one back to um, what... What are you going to, um, like, what are your go-to things, like traditions on what you're going to tell the kiddos? What are you going to do this year that you know you maybe won't? Or um, you may say they're going to get a gift. Maybe they won't. What are you going to do this time around for the holidays? Nothing really special. For me, like, I think a lot of holidays people focus so much on the gifts and the Mm -hmm. things and the stuff. And I'm pretty minimal like that. Like, we have tons of toys and tons of books. And my kids have lots. Um, But for me, it's all about family time, to be honest. I think the focus on, like... The holiday season should be on family time, spending time together. You have a couple days off of work. Let's go to a movie. Let's, you know, have PJ party. Let's read some books. Let's make some fun food. That's really what my kids are most excited for. And, like, they get some gifts, but it's that's really not the focus for me of holidays or birthdays or anything else. Yeah, I'm, I also am trying. My son is three, so this is the first time we've done, like, a birthday party and presents and all of those things. I know every, like you just turned three last month. So every day is, is it my birthday? Where are my presents? And I was like, we've created a monster. We are kiboshing this in our family immediately. Like this, right. we are not going down this rabbit hole. But we go to Florida over the holiday season. And I do like every good Jew, like all the time. So <laughs> my son is like, when are we going to Florida? I'm like, you sound like a middle-aged Jewish woman. <laughs> when are we going to Florida? It's like his wine in the back of the car. So like I'm selling him this vision of like talking about the beach and stuff like that. We look at photos of Florida. So mm-hmm. Every day, he's like, when are we going to Florida? And I say soon. Or like, he's like, oh, we're going tomorrow? No, we're going soon. So 
Also, what's the teen? What's the deal with their understanding of time and space? Oh, he yeah. doesn't know. It's, no, it's future like and past, right? and that's yeah. it. Like okay. a, a four-year-old yesterday could have been like six years ago, a day ago, an hour ago. It's just there is future. Bible three. There's future and there's past. Yeah, yeah right. so I'm getting confused by, by what two days, my son one day. is saying. He's like, yes. today we went to the restaurant. I was like, wait, what? No, at two, he doesn't even know today, yesterday, anything. No. He has no right. concept of that. By three, it's like before and after, yeah. that's it. And by about five, they really get like number of days for it, et cetera. Like yeah. a kid in like JKSK, they start looking at like a calendar in school and like, you know, in two days it's going to be sunny and yesterday it was rainy. They get that starting about JKSK. But a two-year-old does not understand okay. that. Okay, good. Time doesn't really behind. No, no. I'll say no lies. You can, watch, God, you you can watch TV for two more minutes, and I take this timer, this woman, Tia, who's a, a parenting expert we know, mm-hmm. she says, take a timer and physically flip it over. So they have like a physical, and now he's obsessed like with Like an hourglass. An hourglass, like flipping the timer. Um, and he's like, okay, five more hours. So he has no <laughs> concept of time at all. So those are white lies too and like the context of the conversation. It's a great hack. I love that. No, that's a great hack. But I also lie in this. I'm sounding really bad in this episode. (laughs) This is all parents. This is is normal. But you know, like he gets a certain screen time, right? And I always say, I give him the 10 minute warning, the five minute warning, the two minute and the one minute. But that 10 minute goes to one minute in probably like three minutes, right? Like, and he doesn't know the math. Yeah. Right. He has no concept. And he's yeah. like, yeah, mom gave We're me the warning. We're just counting down. But yeah. it's as long as they get yeah. a warning. Yes. And so they know it's coming so as opposed tantrum. to abruptly just shutting yeah. the screen or it's turning like three, off two, the TV. It's like 3, 2, 1. It doesn't even matter what the what the units are of the minutes. <laughs> right. It's right. just right. we're counting down now. I'm yes. the worst when I forget that. I'm like, guys, five more minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been 25 minutes. You're on Instagram. You're lost. Whatever. glass of wine. Exactly. Whatever Things happen. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This season of Moms in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Support your toddler's imagination. As always, thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And remember, if you like the show, the best way to let us know is go rate and review it. This is so easy to do. You can do it on your computer or even just on the app on your phone. And while you're there, check us out on Twitter. We're at Frequency Pods, or you can go to our Instagram page at Moms in the Middle Podcast. As always, this was produced by Stephanie Phillips. Big shout out to Steph. Thank you so much. And presented by Frequency Podcast Network.